0: us babies we are back for another episode and this week i am super excited because we're gonna talk about manga and anime and i think most of you know that i'm just now getting back into it and i'm so excited and there is this really awesome kickstarter right now that's just printing money it's called unico and i have the writer samuel satin here samuel how are you doing tonight man
1: doing really well thanks for having me on oh no man i'm excited to be here oh
0: good good that's uh, that's i like it when you guys are happy to talk to me i i, I know i know the the promotion guys like like hooked us hook up to talk and i'm yeah. always i'm always scared that you guys are gonna be like another one no 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 no
1: no! this is actually <laughs> only my second podcast so like oh, cool. i'm still in that zone where i'm not like into the point where i can't i can't like look at the camera anymore so really
0: <laughs> you're not you're not you're not burnt out, out yet that's it's good nice <laughs>
1: fresh, yeah <laughs>
0: well as as we mentioned uh so there's this there's this kickstarter live right now and you've got i i love this i love this when the, when the heat is is coming. So, all right, and I just like yeah. refreshed it and watched the numbers go up. So, <laughs> it's, it's 675 backers. Uh yeah. you're just a few days into it. 28 days to go. You are at a whopping 70,352 of a goal where you know, you a $50,000 goal. That was uh that's an intense project, right? Like that's that takes work and you guys are crushed just just crushing it. It's crazy.
1: I appreciate that. That means a lot. Yeah. It's, um, it is, it was, it was, it was a tough, it's a high goal because like, and you know, I'm sure we'll talk about this more, but like, uh, one of the things about a project like this is that it's like a, it's a one, it's a licensed project. So we're working with a licensor, and we're working with a licensor in a different country. So we're working in a licensor in Japan, which is a different issue than a licensor mm. here. And then we have a lot of different artists involved, and we have translators, and we have um, people kind of working in in different capacities to make this project really, really shine, you know, and really be what it what it could be. And um unfortunately, that takes also fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> and so it's like it's, it's like you know, I I, we, we, I knew it. I was like, okay, this is a this is a large ask, but we we all think it's really worth it
0: yeah it, well you've got really great artists the, the, like the bonus features and stuff like the extra prints all this stuff like you you got a beautiful package if, if you want to pony up for the extras um the the book looks like it's going to be nice it's just shy of 200 pages right and uh it, it looks it looks super fun and it's just, everything is just bright and gorgeous and you the animation team you're working with is is no slouch uh like they've they've been around the block before every <laughs> like they, they did they did that Airbender show and stuff. Yeah, uh, right?
1: They did a lot of so they they're, they're I, I see like they're, they're basically they did all, all the they did a lot of uh, Avatar the Last Airbender comics with Gene Yang. Okay. Um and you know they worked together on a lot of things and then they recently they won the Eisner for Superman Smashes the Clan. Mm. Uh and I think that was two last year or the year before I can't yeah. remember everything kind of goes together but and they've done a lot of stuff they've done tons of stuff they did uh like Gwenpool and they uh, they do a Marvel uh, digital comic for it. Jeff and then they.
0: oh nice
1: yeah and then they're also like they do like a lot of they did a lot of like double trouble stuff with like Thor and Loki and Spider-Man and Venom lots of Marvel work but then also they're a Japanese team they're two um, very talented women who live in Saitama Japan and uh, they um, and they also work they're doing the, they're doing a new Ultraman uh, a spinoff called Ultraman Another Gene it, it, and that's a big in, in in Japan as well so they kind of mm-hmm. have this unique Unique ability to cross over to both sides of, of like, into different, like, kind of, uh, to both Japan and the US, which I think is kind of unusual because it's usually either you're one or the other. Yeah. Like, you usually either do like Western comics or you do Japanese comics. And they're they're I think they're like uniquely able to kind of go in both directions, which is in my opinion, quite the skill. So it's yeah. just, you know, yeah. People look at it, they're like, Oh wait, that looks like manga. Oh wait, no, that looks like American comics, oh wait, and they kind of go back and forth and they're like it kind of it kind of looks like both. <laughs> it's like you know, so it's kind of it's
0: kind of cool. That is so like that's kind of a debate that I see all the time, right? Especially people that want to like shit on comics because they're always like, well, you know, like, like ma- manga's so much better. It's making so much money and and it, and it's 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 a bigger industry. But it also, I mean, there's there's more books. They have crazier deadlines. There's there's more there's more people making them than than Western comics. But I mean, when it boils down to it, it's 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 comics. It's all sequential narrative storytelling. And that's right? all
1: that manga means. Um, it's just comics. I mean, like you know, the, the, the thing is that a lot of this debate comes, I mean, because for example, Gudahido, who works on was working on Unigo with me, um, they love American comics so like you know and a lot of people do it, it really in my opinion that that's it, it, it i won't go too much in a tangent but in my i think it's an interesting question because in my opinion that's more about the american comics industry versus the japanese comics industry and the japanese comics industry is just more built up and it's mm-hmm. older and the american comics industry has had to had a lot of stumbling blocks because of its origins and so it's like you know because it wasn't didn't really start in a very good way in this country right <laughs> so, like, We it's, it's, it's getting better it's good building and building but they've been built for a long time and so that's why they have that robust industry but it's like so i don't think it's a matter of like better or or anything i think it's a matter of just like our setup could use some more some more lift up you know and that that's really what it comes down to in my opinion but but there's no like yeah comics is comics it's all about you know and we have plenty so much talent in this country it's crazy so it's like it really has nothing, nothing to do with that It's just more like there are stylistic things that you can see so like you know Definitely, like when you're looking at how to draw manga versus how, like, what might separate manga from American comics, Western comics in general. You know, you have different panel layouts, you have different line usage, you have different kind of art usage. But it's still they're borrowing from each other on a regular basis. So it's like it is. It's not like a for me. It's never been a either or. It's just more like um, just kind of like different cultures yeah you know different cultures and stuff like that that's that's really yeah because i mean there's a reason why i mean like there there's actually the marvel films in particular had a big impact in japan and so they there's been a lot more people who are really into american comics superhero comics in particular that haven't been before which is kind of
0: interesting to me. that's cool yeah i like the joke of of how it's like why why does manga do better than american comics and and they make the joke of like oh okay well like I want to read a Spider-Man comic. Where do I start? And you're like, oh, well, you yeah. you know, maybe, maybe go back to like just read the first issue that Stan Lee wrote just to get it, and then oh, hop into this arc, and then oh, and then maybe check out this arc, and then these 20 issues are great, and then yeah. maybe get into like Dan slots, superior Spider-Man, you know, like, and then if you're like, Oh, hey, I want to read uh I want to read Akira, like where do I start? You're like, uh book one. That's, that's it. yeah. Yeah.
1: it's it's just more, it's more organized, right? Yeah, and so it's like you know, and I I think that that's a part of, in, in my opinion, that's a part of the, I think it's going to change with things being distributed now by bigger publishers and stuff like that, and things changing around a bit, but I think that has to do with the way that Diamond was set up with mm. the big two and stuff like that, and there, it just created some turmoil for a while in the way that things were organized. And just like the way the industry was organized, But yeah, I mean, it has the ability to be the same way. It just that just like, you know, yeah, they're just, it just, they have a far more indexed, uh, <laughs> uh, list of things, you know? Yeah. Like if you want to go find dragon ball, you just go pick up dragon ball. Number one, where do I start dragon ball. Number one, like, you know, anything is just like, you can go back and it's very easy. Yeah. It's very easy. And then also they have that thing where the anime is used to pump up the comics. Which is like a kind of, I think we could learn from as well, as far as like the way they do it. Because like, you know, when you have anime come out, it usually comes out in you know, the comics are way ahead of the anime. And so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you're, which is, they did with some shows here, there was some live action shows. They do it with it, with the anime, they take directly from the comics and they adapt it directly. So you really want to like, you get really into the comics because you're like, I want to, I want to, you're talking the same story in the same frames. You know so you'll have like somebody like if you look at the comics you'll see that they'll use like the same frames for the anime that's like yeah. they'll they're like especially for the high tension frames and the ones that are really had the highest impact they'll just go one to one so you really do kind of feel like one's feeding into the other and so that's yes. kinda, yeah
0: i just um so like i mentioned or I, i'm just now i I fell in love with Junji Ito. That's what started yeah, this, yeah. right? And then, uh, and then I wanted to, um, I wanted to read Akira, and I got the Akira box set. Oh, uh, you got oh, it! Yeah. I really <laughs> want
1: that. Actually, actually, I was I was just in Tokyo recently, and I picked up this really cool Junji Ito illustration oh, book. Wow! Not find here, and it's like it's got just basically a bunch of like really large. Illustration. Yeah, that's
0: beautiful yeah and they're cut co- a lot of it's colored too that's oh, amazing coloring. yeah
1: so it's like um yeah this is like i basically i came back with my 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 suitcase filled with books so <laughs> list, but um yeah i love yeah and and that box is so beautiful
0: yeah and 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 the the books like I, the movie's cool like i saw the movie as a kid right but reading right. it I mean, those I blew through those tomes. It's like six, you know, four to six hundred page hardcovers in that set, and I just, I just ate it up. I couldn't stop, and it was like. Uh, and it blew me away. And then I I was like, well, I need more of this. And my b-. and then everybody's like, read Chainsaw Man. And but in a, you know you can't find Chainsaw Man, right? So like I wanted to read it. Uh, I finally got those volumes. I I I pay two bucks a month now for the the Viz app for the like digital reading
1: that's a good idea yeah and
0: two dollars a month is like unreal like it i, I like want to email them like charge us more <laughs> it's, it's, worth
1: it. it's 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 a, it's a whole system right because like the way they're doing it is like they get to vote on the things they like and they don't like as they're going through these 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 series like so it's like you know the whole system works differently it's like you know they i mean tell me if i'm pre- if i'm telling you if i'm just preaching if i'm just saying nonsense but like or i'm saying things that don't interest you but um it's basically like you know like you go Forward and you're putting like so say so so say you're an aspiring cartoonist right and you want to like publish a comic you go and you publish a chapter in in a in one of those big magazines one of the anthologies. And then you basically the the chapter comes out, and then people vote on it, and they see if they like it or not. And then like oh, wow. you keep on doing that, and then if you keep on getting good votes and things are good, then you finally get to get a book, like a grab one of those like that you put on the shelf. But yeah. it's like, it's, but it takes a while, see, it's really competitive. So you have to like do so. A lot of it's like, and the thing is, the way that they publish it, they push in these big phone books that are just like all black and white newspaper pages. And so that's that's when people are reading comics, they're reading them in, or or digitally, right? But then like, by the time it gets to a larger point where you're like, you know, you are being serialized to these big books, you've already made it past this gridlock, which is like, um, so it kind of like sets up a whole entire different system. It's very. I I kind of like, you know, I'm I'm always like wondering like how that would work here, if it would work at all. But it's really interesting because it does keep people like you have to like, you have to appease your readers like um you know they have like cards you fill out You're Just like you send them in and say oh, like that's people?
0: intense
1: <laughs> yeah it's very intense
0: <laughs> <laughs> so see i knew they i knew because we used to my buddy because uh, i am asked him uh because again this is like all real new to me yeah. and and i was like so like how does because i was like how does this come out like they don't just bust out these volumes you know and the volumes are broken up into chapters that's and right. and you know on on the viz app we get new chapters added you know at, with the ongoing stuff and i was asking him i was like how does how is this published like normally and he told me about like the shonen jump magazines that like we used to have here that aren't here anymore and i was like oh that's so cool and so you like get all these different chapters in like one big book but i didn't know that like it was like survivor island and (laughs) people were like voting (laughs) you have to rate them one by one and so it's like you know
1: that's how they become that's how these people that you fight to like have your to go forward and then once you do you're like you're 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 going much stronger but yeah it's very competitive.
0: That's cool. Well, and I mean, it, there's so much of it. I guess you'd have to be competitive. so
1: much of it. Like I went to like uh, the bookstores and like um, just there's some sections just would go on forever, like walls and walls and walls and walls of comics. But at the same time, it's really inspiring because I'm like, oh, man, we should have shops like that here where you have comics everywhere it's like you walk in and just like the walls are lined with like just like floors and floors of comics and like uh and it's it's kind of it's just it's almost like you get lost in these mazes of it it's just it's pretty cool to see but it's like you know i think we could have we will have that here it's just taking we're getting there now this yeah. our boom in the last like 10 years but it's um it's just it's interesting when when you go to some place and you're like oh wow okay they're really in the comics here <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah and, and,
0: it, and it's it's such like uh it's such like part of their culture too and it's not we're finally past the point here of like where people are and there's still a handful of people that say it but you know like comic books are literature most people yeah. believe that you know but there when i was in grad school you know a while back uh, uh one of my thesis advisors laughed at me when i told him i wanted to write comics because he, he was like you're a good writer you write good short stories da, da, da. and 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 i was like you know i kind of want to write a comic book he's like why why would you want to do that and i was like i was like wow like Way to sink my ship, man. Like I'm I'm paying you not to crush my dreams, but whatever.
1: Yeah. It used to be considered like honestly trash. I mean, it's like it's like actually it's interesting because okay, with the Unico campaign, right? So one of the top tier rewards is that we have an we have our original reproductive production page from Unico, right? Now, the reason why it's kind of a weird thing to translate into like an American context is because in Japan from what i understand like pages don't original you can't buy original pages you can't go and like buy them because they get archived by the publisher oh. And so you're not allowed to go just buy a page. Like you don't. You can't go to a con- I mean, you know, maybe if you go to a comic, like a, con- a convention and you go and get some stuff like zines and stuff like that, but you can't like go buy official pages from a book that you really love, right? Um, like you can in the United States. And, and like, you know, with the stuff that we were working with, especially like, it's very much like it's in a museum, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I was trying to explain that like, well, the reason why we don't have a lot of early comics pages in the United States is because they were all pulped after they came out because they were considered to be trans. It's like, why don't, why don't we have all these, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages of Superman comics? Well, there's a reason because yeah. they're a fault. And it's like, you know, and they're like, really? Like, it's like, it's like, wow. And it's like, you know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I used to be pretty bad. it's like you know but um and so but, i mean yeah they, they just have a longer culture of of comics and a more respectful co- and more like they, they embrace it more and like and and just more like you know it's considered to be like in like i think it, it's similar in some places in europe too like it's just like more like you know considered to be more legitimate and it is changing here and it's getting way better here but like um I think it's just for there it's been longer and so you just see like you know they have that system in place it's like oh yeah comics they're everywhere mm-hmm. like you know you see people reading them on the trains just everybody's reading comics it's just like you know old ages people reading comics there's no sense of like it's only for kids or something like that it's for everyone like that's uh, cool
0: yeah i wish it was I, I wish we could i like like we said it's getting better but i wish we could have have a more established view of that here because none of my friends read comics. Like I, you know, my my friends like listening to the podcast and think what I'm doing is cool, but like they won't read the books. My my buddy got the Animorph yeah. comics for his kid, you know, and like he kind of right. read those, but it that's but again, you know, that's kind of that mentality of like, oh, it's for kids, it's not for me, and it's like, no, you're wrong. Like I just, yeah, but yeah, I just can't board games yes. and comics. I can't get my friends into them, and it's like. I'm like, uh, that's why I'm glad this started happening, this Blake's Buzz deal, because I found like internet people to nerd out with. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, right,
1: which you need, you need, right? It's like, it's like I mean, it's actually interesting. So like one of the people that worked on this project, on the Unico project with me, his name is Aki Anagi, and, he's, and he works in like American comics and Japanese comics, and he represents Kurohido and some of the other artists that worked on this project. And like, he was saying like, he was like, I just don't understand how, when like say you go watch Black Panther in a movie theater, right, how you don't walk out of the movie theater, theater and right there for sale are Black Panther comics. He's like, I just don't understand why you don't have that. You should have that. You should have like comics right for sale, right there, at the concession stands and stuff like that. You should be able to walk out because and, and, that's what they do there. You okay. know, like, so it's like, you know, you walk out and then you can cross pollinate, you know, and then you can get people interested in the comics. And one thing that we both noticed is that in the Marvel films, the new Marvel films, they used to do the comics pages on the, uh, for the mashup for the beginning. Now they do all the film images. Yeah. Oh, I,
0: they do. I, wow. Wow, that didn't yeah, click until now. I, 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 he he told me to look for this. And I was like, really? And I was like,
1: he's right. Like they used to do the comics. and now it's only the the characters from the films. So it's like, um, it's kind of like, you know the the opportunities are there. You're just kind of like, come on, guys, like you can just just tie it together. It will totally work. <laughs> you know, it'll, it'll totally work. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It, it's frustrating sometimes, but then at the same time, you see the huge uptick in like, especially like YA and middle grade comics in the United States. And all those kids reading comics are going to grow up into adults who want to read comics. Yeah, so It's going to encourage a whole revolution of comics. I think in about five years, we'll see tons of people like, where are our comics? You know, so it's like, uh, you know, for all ages. And that, that I think that will really turn the tide too. But um, it's been a journey here, for sure.
0: yeah 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 and it and and it's a i mean i love i love the journey like i i've been i've been hardcore collecting for like i just kind of noticed it because the first avengers movie came out 10 years ago uh-huh. and so like it was around then when i started um like i would borrow books from buddies uh mm-hmm. from like a couple of my buddies but then then i started uh, i started buying things and then and then like i found out about grant morrison's like giant batman saga and then that's when i started like buying hardcovers. and then i i found out that i really liked hardcovers more than trade paperbacks and so i'm like falling into this expensive hobby and art wanting to make it cost more money
1: (laughs) i um i i I hear you and i and i I identify with you because it's the same hobby that i have like um again i came back from japan with like with like 40 pounds of books and like it was like you know so i was just like it's very much like i completely agree it's like you you get into this and it becomes it's just a sacred part of life i don't know it's just wonderful
0: yeah i i I don't even watch well i don't watch much tv anymore because i Mm -hmm. do this now i'm prepping for interviews all the time and i write Mm -hmm. reviews sometimes and and stuff but you know like i just i just read and and i don't i don't get burned out on reading you know If, if you get burned out on something you can move to something else um but so you you mentioned like going to japan like when you buy books or like, can you, can you read in Japanese? Can you speak Japanese?
1: I I can speak pretty. Okay. I can read. Okay. I'm learning still. I took it in college and then I've been studying over. I took the, the time during the pandemic to basically go like into like a, into like a language study hole. So I kind of went and like, um, just, so I, I studied for two years in college. And then during the pandemic, I went really and reviewed a lot of it. Um, and, and then, uh, I, so I feel like right now I'm at kind of a proficient level, but, i wouldn't say that i'm advanced yet so i'm still learning but so i can i can read probably about 50 percent okay 40 50 percent of everything that i'm reading and then I, I i actually it's a way that i learn is that i'll go and i'll look things up and i'll and i'll figure out what things mean but it's getting easier and easier as i go forward so that's really good news that's cool uh, i i, yeah. I
0: didn't i did not increase my knowledge during the <laughs> pandemic
1: <laughs> no 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 it's 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 i mean like it was one of those things because I, I i started really working on a lot of like i started really working on some more you know um, media that has to do with manga and, and, and anime. So I was just like, you know, okay, I'm gonna to start to really make sure that I can understand a little bit more of this and I struck out to do so. So I, uh, I got this, um, one on this site called Wanikani, which means like, uh, uh, basically like alligator crab. And it's um it's it's basically to memorize kanji the characters and so you memorize thousands and thousands of combinations of kanji and you start to kind of after you after looking at that for like two years you start to see like oh okay it's just like things start to kind of come together a little bit more and it, then and then you go there and then I went there and I, I, I was there for, I was there for a month last month wow. and and um, That helped as well because because it was interesting because I was there during COVID and there's no they're still closed to tourists Um, so there was like no tourists around it was just people who live there and you know some people from different countries that live there and and just me walking around so just like uh, yeah it was it was really interesting.
0: How's the food? I I always nerd out on like food videos, like on, on YouTube over there. Like even like their convenience store food even looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, their, their konbini food.
1: Yeah, it's like, I cannot, I cannot, uh, I cannot overstate how incredible Japanese food is in my opinion. Just like just like the, it's just the, it's just the foods. you know what it is, the food system they have. They have a very like, um, there's so many different options available and everything's very convenient. And so, you know, like like you said with the convenience stores, you can eat healthy meals at daily every day, but at a seven eleven if you want. Mm. Like you can walk into the seven eleven and if I mean you can also get, you know, whatever. You can get like your your super, you know, comfort food there too, you know. But if you want to, you could totally like eat very well <laughs> at a seven eleven every single day. For a whole year and like you know and it's kind of amazing to to, to see that and just to be like you know if you're hungry at the end of the night and you just don't want to go and you don't want to go through the rigmarole of having to go to to cook or something like that you just go and you you get a little you know you go to the 7-eleven you're like what do they have on the menu tonight <laughs> and then, you know or, or like my big surprise was like you know i was i was uh i was really obsessed with denny's when i was there Because Denny's is is magical in 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 Tokyo, so you have like these like really great menus that are really well put together, and these like you know different kinds of like seasonal foods stuff like that. I'm just like, oh my god! So it's like you know, yeah, eating there is 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 great because also it's not expensive. So it's like you know, so it's like it's like it just doesn't. It's not very expensive to eat there as opposed to like you know to eat good food and uh, yeah, I I just I could definitely eat uh, you know. That kind of in that kind of system every single day for the rest of my life easy easy easy
0: so there's just good food and and piles of comics everywhere like I'm living in the wrong place and you
1: know this is not to say that you know every every place has its problems right and like people who live there I mean there are definitely it's a different society right so you're Mm -hmm. gonna have like different issues and different problems and i mean like you know it's it's a different completely different system but if you really just want to be surrounded by comics and eat good food you will not be unhappy (laughs) so just like you know it's just like that's that's i mean that's that's my opinion anyway i just i i I would just what i did there when i wasn't working is i would just go from you know comic shop and bookstore to bookstore and comic shop to comic shop and just or bookstores because they're all the same thing and then uh and eat and walk around the city that's what i
0: would do that sounds for a month. That sounds so. You were you said you were working over there.
1: Yeah. So I was working. Um, one of the things that I went to Japan to do was to uh, work on this Kickstarter. Okay. Because, uh Tezuka Productions, and so for for the uh, the uninitiated, um, Osama Tezuka was a really um, is a is is probably the well he's known as the god of manga, right? And so he's the person who he created. Uh, Americans mostly know him for Astro Boy. Yeah, Americans are most known for, but it's like he basically created modern manga and modern anime. So without, so so without him, none of that really would be where it is today. And so like, uh, and so when you know, getting the chance to work on something like this, a project like this. I went to Japan to meet with the people at Tezuka Productions, and we worked on a video shoot for the video that we have in the Kickstarter. And we had meetings about the different the different aspects of the Kickstarter, and what we're going to be doing with the project, and uh, yeah, it was. Um, so that, so I was, I was officially I went there on a on a work visa to to, to for those reasons, and so. Um, yeah, so there was a lot of work that was being done. We had to prep for the Kickstarter, and do a lot of work for it because you know when you're working with um, a licensor, you know it's uh, that was my first time doing so in this capacity. So we had to make sure that we go through, and get everything signed off on one bit by bit by bit by bit. By bit. And there's a lot of artists working on the project, and a lot of things that we had to submit through. So it was a lot. It
0: was a lot. It was a lot of, a lot of work. So how did you get, I mean, you're obviously a a fan of the culture and and you've, you know, enclosed yourself within it and embraced it and and even stepped outside of your, you know, linguistic comfort zone and are, are learning like, you know, other languages and how to read and speak them. But how did you get involved with the Unico project? So the way that that happened is, um, so I have a a friend of
1: mine. Um, she's really big in the um, writing in nonfiction, writing about comic manga. Uh, Deb Ayoki. And uh, she writes for Publishers Weekly and a bunch of it. She runs the the Manga Explaining podcast with a few other people. And so it's like she introduced me to a person named uh, Vince Shortino, who was the founder of Crunchyroll Japan and uh, former founder. And then he had a relationship with Tezuka Productions. And um, I, I was like, oh my God, I, I, I've been a long time fan of Tezuka. His, some of his, his books, especially um, a book, MW, really changed my life that he wrote. Um, what it was, what it was comics, uh, MW? And, uh, so I was like, wow, that's really cool. I would love to be able to, you know, talk to one of some of them one day and just talk to them about, you know, anything that I could possibly do with them. And he was like, well, pitch an idea. And so, um, it turned out that they had been trying to figure out to do something to do with this character, Unigo for a while, but kind of like, because it's kind of a, people know it everywhere in Japan. And a lot of people in the U S do as well. Cause they grew up watching the movies that you, that you, one of the movies that you watch when they were kids, right. When. I think, uh, you know, which is kind of a little bit of nightmare fuel in some ways. And, um, and, uh, and so like, basically they, they, I, I ended up pitching them on an idea for a story for, 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 to reboot it as a, as a manga, as a book, it's a comic. And, uh, to my incredible, uh, surprise, they liked it <laughs> and they said, you should go forward with this. And so we ended up, um, we ended up getting the rights to Unico awakening, um, which is Um, And so I ended up getting the creative rights to that. And then I ended up finding, um, through uh, their representative, who's a friend of mine, Aki, uh, ended up connecting with Gurihidu. And uh, we ended up talking for months and figuring out whether it was going to work. And then it ended up working. And uh, we got them on the project, and uh, the rest is a lot of um, going back and forth with scripting and things like that, and going back and forth to get productions, and and that's how we arrived here. Um, that's so cool. Yeah, so we just it just really was kind of like a, one of those things that I was just really grateful to be able to um, be able to do it and to be able to engage with this material and just like to be able to try to to homage it, um, just because like I don't know, I I mean, and. Um, The cool thing about Tezuka himself is that he really celebrated international collaborations and collaboration in general. And he liked to iterate on other people's stories and like people to iterate on his stories. So like, you know, there's this really wonderful thing you really feel like, I mean, I really feel like it's something that I, I just really, I I love working with that legacy. I think it's just so cool.
0: So is it, is it, is it a pretty big, because it feels like it really reminded me of oddly enough, like sleeping beauty, the movie uh, Mm. did. And cause especially with like the, the giant dragon at the end of sleeping beauty. And of course we get this monstrous dragon, you know, entity at the, at the end of uh, the first Unico film. But I mean, is, is it like uh, a, a childhood staple of like, 80s babies like you know is it like a because it seems like it's a pretty big deal especially seeing your Kickstarter just explode
1: yeah no yeah that's that's very yeah thanks it's very true like it's like I think it because the fact that it's um you know in the 70s late 70s maybe mid to late 70s and early 80s early mid 80s you had a lot of these films a lot of these animated films that were really dark and and kind of complex and like you know I, I always think that if maybe if they were put out today, I'm not sure if they would be considered to be kids films. You know, like, <laughs> um, like there's some, there's, 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 a, there's a good few of those. Like, you know, I think about like uh, uh, The Secret of Nim. I think about uh, um, The Last Unicorn. Um, and I think that, you know, Unico falls into that category of films that's a very complex film that 80s kids, early 80s kids saw and it kind of imprinted on them in a really interesting way. And in Japan, it's a a mainstay, you know, everybody knows what Unigo is um growing up but in america they did too in that kind of that 80s kids kind of way so okay. it's, um yeah it's it's exactly that they, they saw it and they um and it's in that category in my opinion in that category of film i can completely see what you mean about the Sleeping beauty or like the black cauldron or kind of like one of those kind of movies it's a little bit like um it just has a kind of a, a darker but also kind of mysterious and hopeful magical kind of uh a feeling to it, right?
0: Um yeah. Yeah. It messes with you, man. Like it there was a couple moments like the this the musical part of it was like kind of cheesy, you know. And, and and but I mean it was still it was still good and it's very pretty. Um, you know, the the animation held up, I thought you know watching it in hd yeah. like it was it was it was an attractive it was attractive animation but what, what got me is it is it starts right and it's it's like oh there's this little cute little guy and he's like he makes everybody happy and then the gods it shows the gods and they're like kill him and i was yeah. like what is happening <laughs> That's what's so to see.
1: That's why I I I think it's like that's what's so interesting. That's what's interesting to me about the character is like in the book is the same way. I mean, it is about a small wondrous creature that is able to inspire happiness, and that is the reason why the gods wipe his memory and take him through and banish him from the world and try to destroy him essentially. Mm -hmm. And so, in, in order to be hidden, he has to be have his memory wiped again and again and again throughout time so he never he can he can never remember any of the good deeds he actually does wow it, 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 so it's kind of like it's 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 profound tragedy right in a way and i've heard even some people talk about that move the first movie especially the second movie as uh as as, as horror for children <laughs> like it's like you know something because it is it, it does kind of mess with you because it really is a complex story mm-hmm. and it's about like what happens when you have some what happens when you when somebody kind is thrown into the world and what 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 what, what ills can befall this person or this creature and, um, and yeah, and and one of the things that, you know, we wanted to kind of do with that because Tezuka never actually finished Unigo. It never got finished. And so we never know knew where it was supposed to head and how it was supposed to end. And so we're kind of being able to look to be able to do that. So, um, which is a great kind of thing that we get to kind of look and see how we can actually figure out how to bring how to have an arc for this,
0: this that's kind of cool set, you
1: know, yeah because like you know but but again i think that's that's one of the things is like from that period of of entertainment like i was talking to somebody earlier today about like the never-ending story right um, which is mm. another kind of 80s babies kind of story and how that is essentially about it's a very it's a very nightmarish story about you know the world's being consumed by the nothing <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like and it's very intense and like um, but there was something I think that's wonderful about having complex and kind of often maybe sad tales for kids to be able to kind of I think they can handle it and yeah. that's why I think it's really cool about stories like this is because I think it actually does help kids kind of like deal with complex emotions as opposed to like trying to like clean it up for them so they can't they can't do that you know um, that's why I like stories like that
0: that is such a good point because in the last couple months I've read some some all-ages ya stuff and I've had them on my show and like so i did uh uh dark horse's goblin and oh, cool. um and uh aftershock did the rainbow bridge about you know like the about dog heaven oh, and great. and like i'm reading you know like and and i'm not i'm not one of those guys i'm not like scared to cry i'm not one of those men that's like i can't yeah. feel things i have to be like <laughs> stoic yes. and you know <laughs> yes. i'm i'm a slab of granite you know like <laughs> but you know i i read you know a lot of adult comics and stuff and there are emot- Emotional scenes in them and you know there's relationships that develop and sad things happen but you know i don't it, it never really feels like a punch in the gut and this when i read this all ages stuff it's like a guarantee cry i'm gonna cry and i'm crying while i'm and it's a good cry right it's like a you know I'm, i love these characters so much and and i'm remembering like my younger days right you know like the days before like student loans and the pressures of the nine to five and and so it's just right. fun to like fall into but yeah it's i i made a joke to one of the writers and i was like i was like why are like what are we doing to these kids like the comics i read my, you know my superhero comics x-men comics horror comics like, like i'm not i'm not i'm not ugly crying yeah shaky and like this why so i'm like I'm just like, Oh my God. And I'm just like, do our kids just like, do they not, do they not feel or are they smarter than like we think they are? You know, I, I, and I have to wonder like, you know, cause I
1: mean, I think it's a really good point. I think that, you know, I think there's something that's in, in when you're, I mean, maybe, maybe that when you're, when you're a child, when you're a kid, you know, the world does seem kind of like scary and, and it's like, you are kind of on one way on one side you're invincible and then the other side, It's like everything is larger than you and you don't have any control and kind of like, you know, depending what your family is like and all these different things like, and then you, you're able to, I think that, you know, those, everything seems bigger. In a way, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, um, and I think that the stories like have the ability to really punch you in a different way because you realize you're like, God, the world really was bigger when I was a kid, um, <laughs> as opposed to now it seems. A little, I mean, and I, I know when I said, when I mean bigger, I mean kind of like more mysterious in a way, you know, and like, um, now it's like as you say, we have like our nine to five and our student loans, and we have those things that we have to do, and it kind of makes the world in some ways a little smaller.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, it takes the, it takes the magic right out of it. <laughs> it
1: it really does, and yeah,
0: maybe that's why. Yeah, because it's like you—you uh, uh, watching Unico did it. And I was like, I—I I felt that magic. I—I I felt I re- remind reminded myself like you know it's that that the power of friendship which always sounds cheesy as fuck to say right like right. oh the, the power of friendship you know but it's it's a real thing love is real <laughs> like it, it's yeah. you know and it's like also it's like it's also you know and speak to that it's it's, it's not
1: as cynical right because mm. like you know we get a little older we get more cynical and we want our we want things that we consume to be like pretty cut and dry but then like when you're a kid you're like oh that is important the power mm-hmm. of friendship is important it's real you know because you you haven't you haven't grown to this point where like ah the power of friendship you know it's like it's like you know and i i get that i think it's really interesting because like yeah it's it's true the for kids these things actually and i actually that's why i think there's so much interesting stuff going on in the ya and all ages place in the space because they're just like this beautiful uh ability to kind of really dig into things that you that that sometimes we don't dig into and i I, again i'm a big horror fan too and i I love horror i read a big horror ad um but it's just also like you i think that there's something about that stuff where you're trying to like really get into what it means to be young and full of wonder you know Mm -hmm. which is um hard to be like when you were (laughs) an (laughs) adult so for some for a lot of us anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I won't lie, man. So I, I back a lot of Kickstarters, and I've been switching to digital mostly, so that I so that I can back more, you know, and and kind of spread the love more. Yeah. And I after I, I backed I backed Unico digitally oh, first, nice. and then but I after I watched the movie, I was like, I gotta have this. I gotta have this book. And so I I had to, I had to upgrade. I upgraded to the physical because I was like, I was like, oh man, like it it just. I was so surprised how much I dug it. And I was, I was telling my friend about it. And it's when you look at like the, cause I, I were talking online and I, I sent him a, a pic. I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm watching this tonight. Cause he's, he's a nerd and, and he, sure. he, sure. he's, he's one of my few manga buddies where I can like, he recommends me stuff and we talk about it. And, uh and so I show him this and I was like, have you ever heard of this? And he was like, no man. He's like, it looks like it's, he's like, it looks like little kid stuff. And I was like, yes, but and I, I told him and I was like, man, it's like this, this little unicorn like changes everyone's lives and makes everyone happy and and has this like beautiful impact on the world and the gods hate him and yes. everyone he touches like and he builds these relationships with and they have to take him away because yes. the gods are after him and they're they're literally trying to wipe his existence off the planet, right? And it, and it's so sad but also like simultaneously beautiful because this little unicorn doesn't know anything He like he, he carries that burden so well and, and doesn't care about anything other than like making the people around him happy, that's it. You know, it, it, it,
1: it's he it has unflaggable kindness, and it's like you know, in generosity, and it's absolutely true. It's like one of those things where it's like I think people want to see, and they think, oh, is this my? I mean, and I'm not not casting shade on My Little Pony, but they're saying like, is it My Little Pony? Is it just this really cute show about unicorns and friendship, and everybody's pretty and fun? And, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, it's not. It's it's a, it's a very complex story, and it's about you know, I, it's about kindness and it's about what it means to be you know what it means to show show kindness and show and show love to other people and what happens to you um and it's it, it, it's and that, that's that's again that goes back to you know tezuka himself he was his stuff like if you look at even if you look at astro boy right um if you look at the story the origin story of astro of Astro boy of adam like he is he his he's basically he's built by a man who loses his son his son is kind of like a uh like kind of like a reckless rich kid who ends up getting this really bad car accident and dies so he rebuilds astro boy in his son's dead son's Im- son's image to have another son to have his son back as a kid not bear losing him and then when he realizes that astro boy is not going to grow up beyond his kid form he banishes him from his life and sells him into servitude um oh. to in like in like basically abuses him and sends him out to the, to the road. And like, so you have this character that's like, you know, you think about Astro, when people think about Astro, they think about this, this like little hero characters kind of like in his little shorts and stuff like that running around, um, you know, flying through the air. But there's something to say about like, it's a very complex story about uh, kind of like a, a real Pinocchio tale, you know, where you have this, you know, uh, exiled Pinocchio. And um, and this is kind of something that you see in Indigo as well. So that you have these really cute characters that actually, you know, they have a lot more to them than you might than you might assume. And I think that you know we have our associations with unicorns and things like that, especially for kids. but it's a very complex story, and I really think that that's the reason why I'm so drawn to it personally. You know, just the same reason you are. It's like you watch, you are like, you're like, you think it's one thing. And then you're like, wait, it really is not, mm-hmm. not what you think. Um, it's very, it's very, I, I, I say that very regularly about Unico that Unico is often misunderstood. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, and you have to like, when, when you really, and so we're hoping that we can kind of like bring that to, you know, Kind of like bring that to the world, bring you to go to the world to show like that he's not he's not it, it, you know what he really really is. So it's like uh, you know that's that that's one of the part of the project.
0: Nice, yeah, and I also so I, I also love and I I, I, don't, I don't lie I'm a, I I teared up a yeah. little bit and and when uh, when you, when they like when because we see him turn into the real unicorn once before yeah. right and he, and that's when we find out like if people really love me I can become this even more beautiful powerful you know magical entity that's and right. then and then in the end when the when the baron changes into the big monster right and then and then they're everyone's crying because they think he's he's gone i i was about to say like sorry for spoiling but this movie is from 1980 so like sorry if you haven't no,
1: well, also that, that that's actually based on it's actually that film is based on the a part of the book that we are actually adapting for unigo awakening so oh wow the, 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 there's a chapter in the book called the cat in the broomstick and that That's actually what we're adapting in a way. Uh, And we're also providing a larger backdrop that's kind of for that we're kind of creating whole cloth. From different aspects of the of
0: the Unigo mythology. Oh, and nice. Well, I'm so, I, okay. So I did spoil shit. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> actually, we did actually.
1: We have this right in this campaign. We say we're, we're taking it from the Cat and the Broomstick story, but in in a way, but it's also very different than than what you would see in the film or what hmm. you would see in the book. It's just an adaptation. But that's a. But I love that story. That story of Baron de Ghost and. Um, you know and being like this just a sadistic kind of hunter and things like that and and you know and you're right like unico has to channel his his um once he feels love he's able to actually channel these incredible powers and become incredibly powerful right mm-hmm. and kind of a badass and so i <laughs> kind of like you know yeah i i love i love that part of, of of the story it's beautiful
0: Buzz, buzz babies, we're taking a little break from that awesome interview you're listening to to talk about an awesome comic shopping experience I've stumbled across. Let me tell you about gagescomicpages.com. This is a family-owned, mom-and-pop type shop, but they're all online. The Gage family is putting themselves out there and putting in the work so that people who don't have a local comic book shop can still get comics every week. These are good people. They ship quickly and securely, and shipping's free if you spend over $10. Basically, if you buy three or more comics, shipping's free. And what's better than that? If you use the code Buzz, you get 10% send off your first order and if you want to pre-order something or make special requests sending a message through their website is super easy they can even make you a pull list the gauges are great people with a great shop and a great outlook on nerd life and i highly encourage you to check them out again that's gauges i also love and it's i still can't get it out of my head because i keep sending it to like all my friends with i, I have dogs but my yeah. my sister my sister has two cats and some of my friends have cats and i sent everybody this song of meow 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 <laughs> 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 and Like man, I, was, I, was, I was washing dishes after cooking dinner <laughs> last night and i was just like the song of meow 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 and i just like cannot get it's in my brain man and i, yes. I don't know just like just it makes me like i had i when i was watching it i had to rewind it a couple times just to like watch that and so like it's there's so much like there's so much like uh heart and charm in it and yeah. uh, and and all but again like juxtaposed with like darkness and loneliness and sadness in like really compelling ways and and that's why i got so excited about this manga because i was like man what are they well also and this i guess i'm gonna ask you like you know how you know what are they gonna do with this because because this, this is a big project had a big asking price it's yeah. blowing up it's very very popular people people are backing people are sharing it people are talking about it and like how what's the pressure like of writing something like this where you're you're stepping into like bigger shoes uh and and like exposing parts of culture that a lot of people don't know about and and you're you're the writer you know you're you're scripting it and yeah. you know working with these artists in, in another country which is rad like is it I know it's very exciting for you but is it also like are you like biting your fingernails on about oh, yeah. some <laughs> no, it's terrifying yeah it's um it's one of those things where it's like this this whole project i guess
1: here's the thing that gives me so on one hand like exactly for the reasons you laid out it's it's um it's scary you know because it's the, the idea of like okay who who am i to help tell this story but then i also think that two things first of all i'm helping so I'm working with, I collaborate with other people. I'm working with Hidu, like we're working together. So it's not like, you know, um, on one hand, I'm not just the person who's saying, you all go out and write this thing. And one of the biggest and most important things to me on this project and to everybody in this project is to make sure that's truly a collaborative effort and that it actually shines on both sides, both in the Japan and Japan and the United States. So you want it to be something that really works in both ways. Um, so it's not just like, you know, an American project Mm. taking a Japanese IP and kind of recreating it for an American audience. We really do hope for this project to be something that can resonate with people in a lot of different places. Um, that's the first thing. And the second thing is Tezuka himself was really, really into the idea of collaboration and iteration. So he loved the idea of like people, you know, working with his stories and working with other people's stories. he adapted stories from other cultures and other writers and stuff like that, and he encouraged people to do the same with his work. And so he was really generous that way in terms of like just like trying to like he he thought that he would say it often. He thought that comics were kind of like a international language. He thought that like comics could bring people together. He really did think that he thought like people could read comics from all of the different world over the world, and that could be a bridge between cultures. Like mm-hmm. and so like. I think that's inspiring and like, you know, if I can like, if I can just tap into a little bit of that and help with that a little bit, I, I, that's what I consider it to be. I'd be, I feel, I feel like that would be the most incredible thing to be able to do. So like, I'm just like, you know, I'm grateful to be able to be involved and like, I just want to be able to do the best that i can possibly do to make sure that it resonates um and that it actually and it also that it that it honors the master that it honors you know tezuka like because tezuka like you know honors like he's the god of manga he's the he's like the great he's the one who who did all this and we want to be able to say like you know we're doing our best to make sure that you know we we make sure that we 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 honor your vision and so it's like uh That's a big, so yeah. So for me, like that's the most that I can possibly do. And it is a little scary, but it's also like, you know, um, I have, I'm working with people who I, I mean i've tried i i i want to i want to listen so i'm not going to go in and try to like strong arm anybody <laughs>
0: to
1: be like a real collaborative effort where we're all just working on this thing together and trying to make it like, great
0: yeah i mean it's on top of just like an, an incredible like career experience for you it seems like yeah. this is like a massive like learning experience as well like the working right. with all these different creatives and, it, and so from what i know about m- manga is it's it's usually from what i've heard is is like you know crushing deadlines and a in a very like lonely you know solo endeavor (laughs) because it's most most of the stuff that i've been reading is 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 drawn and written by the the same person and and so you're you're like turning that kind of blending that that western comic book um structure or, or creationism into into the you know the japanese manga creation like, yeah. that's, that's super interesting to me. And is, uh, does that happen more often than I know? Like, cause like I said, just getting into this or, or like, or do, is it, cause there doesn't seem to be a lot of like writer and artist, like, you know, multiple yeah. people in one book. I, I will say this. I think
1: that it's not happening. I think it's not happening as much now. I think it could happen more, but I think the problem is, is that a lot of, um, I can't speak for the, for the Japanese side. I think that in the United States though, what we do is we acquire some different IP from different places, some of that, those places happen to be Japan. And then we want to develop it all for us. Um, and the thing is that I think that it is so much more interesting to be able to really collaborate and figure out how to like, how, how. But I really want to figure out, is it possible to make something that could really work in both in both countries like could you have something that could also that could work in japan and also work in the united states and could it be a comic you know um because i mean of course there are things in japan that people love that 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 are made in the united states and, and vice versa here of course like you know people love manga in japan there's a big you know i american comics like you know uh there are people who like american comics so there's it's it's not like there's um a cutoff but i i do think that you know we are we are blending those kinds of things like good in my opinion is the kind of artist team to be able to do that because they've somehow in a way that I think that other that I haven't seen any other artists do yet they've been able to kind of bridge that gap Mm -hmm. where you do see people in Japan who really like their work and then you see people in the US who really like their work and that they both kind of able to kind of straddle both sides of the fence and I think that if we can figure out how to do that, I think there'll be a lot, a lot of cool stuff to come out of it. Um, They have to be, but I really do believe they have to be genuine collaborations. They can't be one-sided, which is often happens. You can't have like, oh, we're going to adapt. We're going to take this property and we're going to adapt like, like Cowboy Bebop. That's a great example. The Cowboy Bebop uh, stuff that was, I mean, I won't cast an immense amount of shade on this show, but I think it's like, you know, they took um, a beloved, you know, anime ip and then they made it into a live action show primarily for americans right and Mm -hmm. it didn't work because of that as opposed to if they really in my opinion if they really wanted to do that they really could have figured out how to do something that's genuinely collaborative and they could have figured but they'd have to really heavily work with japan to make that happen and not everybody wants to do that or has the ability to do that you know and so because it's harder and so you know i think if you want to work with a different culture and really collaborate you have to put a lot of heads together to make it work but hopefully if we can do that right then that this is something that could come out of it Nice. And so it's, it's like, like you know i would love to see more of it like love to see more stuff like this come out where you have people really working together to bring cool ideas to the to the forefront
0: yeah, and then and then you'd be able to say that like you were at the at, like spearheading this this new way of you were there. You were yeah. there like at the beginning. Run <laughs> <In> away.
1: <laughs> but no, I just I, I I've always think I've always thought this would be a cool idea. And I just like think it's like, you know, the fact that we're trying, which we're gonna try. So yeah. that's all I can say.
0: Because we're going to try really, really, really hard. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you've already succeeded. I mean, if the if the campaign ends tomorrow, it's the book's going to get made, right? Like, it's, it's going to happen. That's absolutely uh, true. Are you able to see, like, metrics on it? Like, what, like, uh you know, American versus uh, versus international backers? Like, do you have access to any of that information? I
1: can, and I will be happy to talk about that after we get, I, I'm being told that I have to be careful about what I uh, say about my metrics <laughs> so far. But uh, we are getting support from both countries. Nice. And from abroad, too. So people in Europe and and people... Uh, there's a big Tezuka following in France. Oh, well, People wow. really love Tezuka in France. And so it's like there's kind of like a... And there was a Spanish team that did something with some Tezuka characters, um, uh... Team Phoenix, I think, or something like that. I can't what it's called. Um, but it's like they took some characters and they put together kind of like an Avengers style team <laughs> like, you know, different types of different Jessica characters to create a comic. And uh that was a, that was a Spanish Spanish artist but they published in France. And um so there's a kind of following there too. But yeah, we're starting to get noticed from both sides of the aisle. We had a really great article come up in uh, Comic Natalie, which is like um, a big manga site in Japan. And uh, they covered the Unico Kickstarter, which is a big, a big get for us because they were like, oh, cool. Okay. Then people actually, I mean, it's the biggest like comic site in Japan. So they were able to cover that and we're like, wow, you know,
0: thank you. Yeah. So (laughs) it's
1: a really big deal for us.
0: That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad like everything about it just seems really cool. And then like, I, I, again, like I'm not, I think I got this, like, I wasn't very familiar with Unico, you know, when I, I got the, when, when Superfan was setting this up, you know, but they, i don't super fan likes me and so like i and i i I, I, i'm glad they do but they like they've they've hooked me up with like some really interesting and like like powerful campaigns and and i'm like so when when they say blake you want an interview and i'm like i'm like stop everything yes (laughs) (laughs) it's like i've learned to like trust them and so you know when you know there's not a lot of of research you can do on some kickstarters because it's just like well i can read the campaign page and i can you know, read about you. Um, but you know, luckily I, I had these this movie to watch, right? And I watched this movie and I was yeah. just like hypnotized by its awesomeness. And I was like, okay like i'm on board (laughs) one of the
1: things we also hope will happen too is that we hope that the book will be reprinted as well um after because the original book that this is this is based on like we hope that will be reprinted because right now it's harder to find you can find a digital copy but it's hard to find an actual print copy anywhere um and so it's like and also the digital copies used to be on comiXology but then after the comiXology transition to amazon it went away i have no idea what happened it's gone now so it's like you know so you know, we're hoping that with the emergence of this campaign, that it will kind of revive some of these books and put them back out there. Um, yes, that's one of our, that's one of our hopes for this, but, uh, but yeah, no. And again, I mean, I, this, this, this is a great show and I really appreciate you, you know, covering this and like talking to me, it's just awesome. And super fans the best.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, they're really good people. Uh, and, and yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. Like I said, I was stoked just because I don't, If we talk manga on the show, it's it's like you know what a couple of us are reading or something at at the time. (laughs) Right? I've never really gotten to like dive deep into it and like learn about the culture. Like earlier when you were like, "Stop me if this isn't interesting." I was like, "Everything is interesting." (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm so
1: glad. glad. (laughs)
0: But uh, yeah, and and so I I know we're here to talk about Unico, but you had um you've you've have another book out right now um that just came out
1: the Crunchyroll book Crunchyroll essential anime is currently delayed um because of some some things that are going on behind the scenes with uh clearances um but it should be released soon so so yeah it was supposed to come out on april 26th originally and now it's been delayed a little bit but it's going to be very cool and i co-wrote it with my friend patrick macias and uh and uh who's who knows like a ridiculous amount about about this stuff and um and we uh and it's three it's the first officially licensed anime book from the so like silly crunchy roll said like we are putting our name on this so that's pretty cool Um, yeah so when it does come out it's going to be awesome (laughs) but it got pushed it got pushed back because of some things they have to fix well
0: because i it sounds like it's not and, and it says this in the solicit too that it's like this isn't just like a top 50 list or whatever like you guys it's you it's like you tell us what to watch but there's also like a lot of essay work in it it sounds like and uh you guys talk about like art and style and 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 just it sounds like something like For someone, well, for both people like me that are just getting back into it, because like when I was a kid, I used to watch you know Cartoon Network after school, and that's where that's where my like obsession with Gundam and and giant robots stems from, and it still carry with that with me to this day. But like you know, now that I'm getting back into it, it's just like with manga, just like someone who starts reading comics, there's so much, and it gets it gets really intimidating. And then when you're like ask a friend like what to read, and they're like, oh, read this, 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 and this, and then you like. Like look up something and you're like, oh this has twenty volumes, like okay, like yeah. um so no it, it's it, a lot, it's a lot. And like you know, we and you know I think that people
1: will see this when it when it eventually comes out, but um Patrick and I went out of our way to say like this is like everybody's got their own access point to something, right? Everybody's got their own access point to like how they get into something they really enjoy, whether it's you know anime or manga or or I I guess you know any kind of um, pursuit that you get into, um, you know, American comics or you know a completely different medium, right? But like we talk about, like what we think for us um, are the things that we think would be really great to watch and to really understand and to kind of get into as 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 people who are curious about it, who are kind of getting back into it, like you said, or for people who are already like it but they want to kind of like you know get some insight to some of the creators and some of. You know, because I think that one of the things that is interesting about anime and manga is that you know the way that they came over to the United States. Um there's a lot of like fog around a lot of the things that came over. So like one of the things that's interesting, for example, is like, I talk about one of the the, um, films that I really love is like Fist of the North Star, Um, uh, and like one of the things that's really interesting about it is that when it first came over to the United States, there was this odd circulating, uh, non-edited, non-censored, uncensored version of it. They had a lot more blood in it, which is the one I saw when I was like 14 probably should have seen it but i did <laughs> uh, and then uh now all you can get is the censored version and there's no way to find it anymore but that's be and there's still a lot of like cloudiness around how that happened and like where that version came from and some people think there was only a version in italy but no there was one here too and like it's like there's there's all these like kind of like, like little like um almost like like you know kind of like rumors and easter eggs about things that you're not really quite sure what to believe. (laughs) And so so it's cool to talk, and it's cool to actually kind of figure out, like, you know, um, kind of get to the bottom of a few of those things, and then really just kind of dig into, like, who made these things, because um, often you don't get a lot of information. It's not collected very well. It's not archived very well in the United States, like who made all this stuff and who who and you know how did these studios come into um into into being and what were they trying to do and then also like you know what did the art mean for the period in time like what did this movie what did this film mean for anime what did it mean for animation in general what did it mean for you know people who were trying to change the way that people looked at animation and um there's a lot there's a lot to say about it it doesn't just get down to like what stuff do you like right it's all, also about like what does this say about a whole entire medium and how do we how did how and, and what where and where do you and where and how do you actually like how what might your be your access point be to it you know and so that was like a big part of working on that um and so yeah i, I really i look forward to the day where it comes out and uh you can all read it. <laughs> what
0: happened? It <laughs> that sounds like a really big project. Like both of these things, like Unico and this, this, uh, this anime, uh, like this, it's kind of like an art book. It seems like, like almost like a coffee table art book. Right. Yes. Um, And like both of these are just like huge, they're big, they're big things like, uh, you know, this, we're talking like a lot of research. We're talking about, um, you know, dealing with, you know, uh, dealing with like different cultures and, and universalizing that for unfamiliar readers, uh, in both, whether it's, it's via fiction or, or via just, you know, uh, you know, talking, talking shop in, in the, in the anime book, like, like what, how was that? Just like I guess I so mean obviously had a lot of Is that what you're trying
1: to say? Like, yeah, like you yeah. a
0: little bit because you'd be right.
1: Um, Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's part. Of, I think yeah. I mean like um, I, I I'm one of those weird people. I really do enjoy like maybe it's like a masochistic thing. I really do enjoy like lots and lots of like granular research and stuff like <laughs> that. about Like I mean like I have a book about RPGs coming out about the history of tabletop role playing games coming out in 2024 with um my uh, with co, uh, co-created with um, uh, my colleague Steens, and then I have like so. I, I really get into like I really love like uh, cultural cultural information and culture and like learning about like where things like um, the things that we look at as like quote unquote entertainment, where do they come from? What excites us about them? And um, so that yeah, I, and 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 I also just don't have much of a life, and so I just <laughs> I just I stay at home. And I, same, I, same, and bud. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I do. So it's like, oh, I walk around and eat things. <laughs> that's basically like, well, that's my life. Um, yeah, but uh, it's it's definitely been. I will say that this last um, year and a half have been really research heavy uh, and very like large projects that involve a lot of research and. You know, um, there is something to say also about the fact that um, when you take on a big project, I've learned now through experience that you have to be ready to commit 150% Mm -hmm. even and that, you know, that will inform my choices going forward, that's for sure, because you know, when you take on a, a big project, you'd be like, you feel like you have to follow through and are you or you should anyway. So it's like, um, and they always grow bigger than you think they're going to grow. So they always get like you started and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. And then it's, uh, you know, you're looking at it a, a year and a half down the line. And you're like, I can't believe I decided to do this thing. <laughs> so it's Like, you know, and it's really exhilarating. But then also you're like, holy, holy hell, the amount of, uh, of work that it takes is real. So.
0: Hey, hard work pays off though. Or at least that's what I'm told supposedly. That's what I'm told. <laughs> yeah, that's the old adage, yeah. How are you de- well, and so this is a kind of different kind of kickstarter. Is, yeah. is this your first kickstarter?
1: This is my first kickstarter.
0: Okay. So all right, cool. So this is the kickstarter jitters, right? Like I'm sure you're aware now our thing. But <sighs> when when it, you know, Now that like when this happens, when like the numbers fly off the charts like that, does it take the jitters away or are you just like, okay like but we still have so much because i've heard like i've heard other kickstarter guys say like yeah you know, waiting to fund is, is terrifying and you're checking the numbers and you're refreshing the page and you're like you're telling your friends about it and your friends are like i don't want to hear about it anymore that's all you talk about and uh and and then finally and then you make it right then you make goal and then you're like woo and then after that woo settles you're like oh fuck now we really got to do it like now it's yeah. gotta happen
1: <laughs> yeah well there's a lot of things going on in my head right now most of them are like <laughs> what the fuck is going on on <laughs> like, just like you know <laughs> what am I doing um it's yeah it's exhilarating it's like one part exhilarating one part for for me this is my as a first time Kickstarter person working you know running a Kickstarter and working on a Kickstarter um a part of it's incredibly exhilarating and I'm just in exciting to see like especially like in under 24 hours getting funded like holy shit like mm-hmm. that was a huge thing in like but I couldn't bear to even look at the campaign for the first day. I couldn't look at the numbers i i had this like weird sense of like fear and superstition and like <laughs> vomitous stomach roiling like fear and then I, and then i like you know finally in the middle of the night I hear it's funded. I'm like, holy god, okay, like a <laughs> campaign now, and now I'm looking at it constantly. Right, that's all I'm doing is looking at this campaign. Um, but yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's just like um, somebody described it to me recently as running your own small business for a month, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's a way to look at it because it's like you you're running all these different things and you're fielding questions from 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 people who are asking you things and you have to kind of have everything buttoned up so that you know how to answer those questions and uh and then there's the there's that thing in the back of your mind like oh my god we did this and it's still running and we're gonna have to go figure out how to actually now we have to go do all the stuff you know and it's like and we have a plan for that so it's not like we're you know out of out of you know we're completely we we have a full like schedule but at the same time like it's it's far realer now and it's almost um and there's a there's a wonder there's a wonderful thing about that and there's also of course a frightening thing about that where you're like okay I have to go and we have to make sure that this really works <laughs> so it's like you know which uh again not afraid that we I, I know we can do it but it's just like then we have to go do
0: it yeah and then and then you got to come talk to weirdos like me about it who like want to dig up your deepest darkest fears about this game. My people
1: so that's like, that's
0: like that's <laughs> one of you
1: <laughs> so we
0: are we cut kind out of the same weird cloth mm-hmm.
1: um yeah but that's it so it's always, yeah it's it's exhilarating and, and frightening But um, I'm also just like, and I don't think I'm going to sleep really well until after it's over.
0: Yeah, that's, um, that's like 28 days, but I'll sleep,
1: <laughs> but I won't sleep super <laughs> well. <while. laughs> like it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, what, one as I, I came, I came, I, we start, we basically started running the whole entire thing as I was like, coming up, coming home from Japan, so I was severely jet lagged. So that was like, uh, the entire thing too. So trying to figure <laughs> out how to make that work.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, the, why Kickstarter? Because this this feels like a very. Uh, it, it almost felt like something that, and this is me guessing and I'm not trying to like speak out of turn or something, but like, oh. you know, with, with all the, with all the, the cultural um, appreciation behind it with so many people that know this property uh, with the talent that is behind it. I mean, it, yeah, you know, I it almost feels like you could have pitched it somewhere. But I, again, that's me thinking of like, Western comics and pitching projects, right? And I don't really know how it works on the on the other side with manga. But like, why? Like, what, what, what made you guys want to do Kickstarter?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's great. It's, it's a fantastic question. It's something I've actually been thinking about. We thought about a lot. So it's like, you know, because um Okay. There, there are two parts to it. One part is with Kickstarter, you can involve so many different people and so many different things. Like you can have these amazing prints from these amazing artists. And that might be a little harder to organize in a, in a, in a, in a, with a traditional publisher who wants to publish a book, right? That's, that's one part of it that I think is um, kind of neat. It's like you can have this kind of celebration when you have... Where you have like artists like you know which had Atelier you know, doing a print, and Jogo Mizuno, and all these wonderful, incredible artists doing these prints for you, uh, with you for your campaign, and um, in celebration of this character. And then also there's the possibility that you know with something like Unico, um like as you said, '80s 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 kids know about Unigo. People know who Unico is for sure, but I'm not sure how many publishers mm. would know about Unico off the bat. Okay, and it's one of those, it, it, and one of my, it's one of those things that I feel like it has to be seen to believe, be believed. Like it's almost like cause you, you were even saying like when you watched it, you were like, this is really fascinating. You know, this is a really, I really enjoy this. But if you, but at first, if you might not know what it is, you might have like a little bit of like, what, what is this thing? I, I don't, is it popular? Or, that's, a, that's a publisher's thing, right? Publishers like, is it going to work? Are we going to be able to sell it? You know, mm-hmm. this stuff. and then once you see it, you're like, oh, we could sell this. Right. But it's like, you have to see it perform first. I think that's like one of those things with, because it's kind of like, it's almost like a, it's like a cult figure, you know, Unico is kind of like a cult icon in a way. And it's like, so I think that, Um, and also it's from it's a character from the 70s it's a character it's an older character um so we thought about taking it to a publisher but then a part of us was like i think that we might be more successful if we have it like go out there and people see it and then they believe it and then they'll be able to go anywhere it needs to go
0: okay i mean yeah that that makes and i know i know dealing with publishers is kind of not everybody's favorite thing oh, right I, 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 have some, I have some publishers that I absolutely love like I love working
1: with little brown for example little brown for young readers I love working with them I have a book coming out with them next year no, I know I actually have I, with some of the publishers I've had some wonderful experiences it really is just like more like that with this book in particular because of the fact that it is from a different culture and it does have it is a that has a little bit more of a cult status we wondered if like it was one of those things that people needed to kind of celebrate it publicly and crowdfunded it in order to get it out there and then once it got out there people were going to like be all over it but it just okay. had to get it and that, that was that was the idea that uh that i think that we that we had it was like how do we make it have the biggest impact and there's a chance that if we would have gone with a publisher they might have been like oh yeah we love it or there's a chance they might have been like eh, like we don't understand it so, <laughs> but now they're going to understand it.
0: yeah yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. you can't you can't look away now like you're yeah. you've you've shown them you've you yeah, yeah you've shown them that was, um, the, that
1: was the kind of the idea i think <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> now you mentioned earlier and i know you probably can't talk too much about this but you mentioned how like unico never got a chance to really get the ending that he deserved and after watching this movie like i'm all about that because he yes. deserves like he really deserves a good ending yes. um yes. and so you know are you with the success? This is already a great success and it's not even out yet. And and I feel like talking to you and getting to know you and your passion. Like, I feel like there's no, like it's the, I feel like this book's going to be amazing with, all, with just all the heart and charm, like packed in to these, like almost 200 pages. And, and, and like, when do you guys start talking about like, are you gonna do another one or like is it are you gonna like serialize it or, or you know and like because i mean this this is a this is a bullet train and it's going somewhere and it's going somewhere quickly you know so i i kind of want like i and it, i mean it's especially like you know people that have already like put some money in and, and people that are like putting you know all, all of you creators together and making this happen like i, I feel like there's got to already be whispers of like okay we've 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 caught flame we now have fire And we can like, you know, we can burn some shit down in a good way. Right. Like, but so like, when, when does that, when do those talks start happening or are, have they already kind of, are the whispers already being whispered?
1: Well, so the only thing that I'll say is that everything there are that whispers, whispers are whispers. <laughs> um, I cannot talk about any of that yet, and I'll just. <laughs> okay. say but But uh, I'll say that uh, we we do have many aspirations, and um, and I think that people will get excited. Very cool. All I can say
0: <laughs> at the moment. But hey, that, that's I, I I figured you know and I like, just I, want, <laughs> I, I, to, I,
1: I just it's one of those things where it's just like I'm I'm told that I can only say that at the
0: moment, <laughs> so.
1: Uh, well, yeah, regar- regardless, <laughs> <favorite information>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just asked two good questions, Dale. <laughs> no, right, no, question,
1: one that I wish I could speak about more, but I
0: cannot. No, it's it's cool. Like, uh, and, and I get it. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm just like super stoked. I'm super like, happy for you. You seem like a really cool dude, and and like, you know like good good creatives deserve good things right there's there's so many you know like the 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 comics that i grew up with and like some of these big names and stuff you know and like and then you find out that they're like terrible people and like all this like you know and so it's like i really like it when like good things happen to good people because i especially now i feel like there's a lot of a lot in this world that is it, it it doesn't play out like that basically right so right. it's good to see it happen it's it's good to see that light at the end of the tunnel and especially in like in our nerdy world right with with manga and comics and you know with all the weirdness that we all have to deal with as a as a creator as as press as consumers and readers you know it's, it's a weird world uh it's yeah. great and i love it you know but there's there's just a lot and i think um i think you guys are I think you're sticking out and I think your campaign is great. I love I even loved your campaign page how, how you have like the English and Japanese like right on top of each other. Like just it's just you you look at it and it it bleeds culture, it bleeds importance, and you just it it just seems like something we all need to be a part of, and that's why you're at 70k right now because I'm no I'm not the only one who's feeling that because I'm you know I'm not there's a lot more backers than me, and you got 28 days. To go, man like
1: oh you know, i know that's crazy and, <laughs> and i really and
0: again that means that really
1: genuinely means a lot i really appreciate that and i also want to give a shout out to julia Rec, who is our uh, reck who's our designer uh, she did a great job laying out that page we went through a lot of pains to make sure that and also aki anagi who did all the translation and um it's been such a yes we i i, I really appreciate that and i think that we've all really tried hard to make it you know, to, to make it everything that we possibly can make it be. And um, we can only we only hope that, you know, people will continue to support and, you know, we'll appreciate every single bit of that support. And uh, and yeah, it, it that means a lot because I really do. I do think that this campaign is truly, um, in the best way possible, something that just we just want to put, we just want to bring you to go back to the world. So that's really what this is, and just and and there's a lot of people who just really just care, and so like um, you know means a lot. Thank you.
0: Yeah, man. No, I like you're doing you're doing the good work. It's and it's it's so uh it's so like serendipitous kind of that it's that it's Unico right that there's like the, the there's all this these cultures coming together these bridges being built these like these heartfelt moments and like you and your co-creators and all these people and like that the warmness that you all have right even even with the kickstarter jitters and the stress and everything else you're dealing with but there's this there's this like innate goodness like about this and and that's what this that's what that little bastard's about man like <laughs> that's, yeah that's
1: what we're, we're trying to that's what we're trying to keep the spirit of and like i'm so yes that's very true that is what the little bastard is about and, uh, <laughs> and and we and we cannot wait to share more about you to go with the world that's really our our biggest our biggest hope
0: i'm stoked for the world because i know like a, a lot of my friends when i told them about this movie and i told them i was excited about interviewing you and i like showed them the Kickstarter and they're like, they're like, I haven't heard of this. And there's, it's already got tons of money. And I was like, I know, man. I was like, you got to watch the movie. I was like, it's on Crunchyroll. Just watch. It's, it's cool yeah. to like blow you away. And so, and you know, like talking to people about it. So, yeah, I'm very excited for other people to experience it as well. And yeah, I, I I can't wait to like actually hold this book and read it and like, you know, see what, and I know it's going to be, that's that's the blessing and the curse of Kickstarter, right? Is it's like, it, you get real excited about it and then it funds and then you're like, yeah. And then like uh, time goes by. And like, for me, like I back so many Kickstarters, I, I just get random shit in the mail and I'm like, oh, I forgot about yeah, this. Me Yay. Too, me too. <laughs> well, and, and hopefully
1: our goal is to make this something that's long lasting and that we can do a lot. And I, I, mean, I, I can't, I can't, I wish I could say more. I can't say too much, but it's just one of those things that's like, you know, we really want to make this a larger project where Unico takes on, you know, kind of, uh, grandiose proportions. Um so it because we really do want it to, um, there is that idea with Kickstarters, and I have that as well, where things start somewhere and they and they sometimes, you know, sometimes they they really do grow into these larger things and sometimes they they unfortunately do not. And that's okay either way. But I do mm-hmm. want, I do hope that I do have hopes for you to go that it becomes one of those things
0: this is just the beginning yeah I'm I'm excited to see like I, I I'm I get excited like watching the numbers right and especially when it's not stressful when because there's a there's a lot of campaigns like with the smaller indie guys and it's like yeah. they have these these great stories and and they they work and work and sweat and and it breaks yeah. my heart when some of them don't fund and then like and then especially when I'm like they come on my show and I, I'm trying to hype them up too and it's yeah, just I'm like not- I just, you want to like grab people and shake them and be like, listen to me. I know
1: it's hard because like also it's because like it often does not like translate directly into like you often don't get the same kind of um what's the word?
0: I You're the writer, man.
1: Yeah, I'm writer. I'm supposed to be able to You, you saw <laughs> that we actually we just raised four thousand more dollars and I'm like, oh cool. Um <laughs> but it's like at the same time, it's like I think that the issue is is that um some ideas it's either they're not they're not presented the way they should be or they just don't get the spotlight and it makes me upset like because you know sometimes these great ideas just deserve to be put into a different place and they just don't make it um and but i also think that sometimes it's i do i am a little bit like i believe in kismet i believe in like the idea that there is some kind of not that there's a reason for everything but kind, kind of in a way and sometimes i think that stories that don't make it in one way end up making it another way Hmm. And I've seen this happen before too, where you're like, maybe it didn't make it at that point, but then it makes it at a different point, and you see, or it goes and transforms into something else too. And I've seen this happen also with myself. This has definitely happened to me, and with people I know as well, where you're working on something and you know maybe it doesn't go the way that you want it to go, and then like it ends up taking on a different dimension, and all of a sudden you you're really happy where it ends up. And I hope I can only hope that that's what happens for these for every single um you know inspired project that 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 like you know that 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 goes out into the world and um even the ones that have a harder time finding their way and so i've been on that side of the fence as well and i completely know what it's like yeah it's, it's like you know um i mean i've been i mean not to not to go too far into it but i've been writing for you know i think about my first book was published in 2011. And so it's like, you know, so that was my first novel was published then. And, you know, I've gone through a lot of ups and downs and, you know, um, but I look back on all of it and I'm like, yeah, that's what should have happened. <laughs> so just like in a weird way, even at the time I was like, this should not happen. You know, yeah. and now I'm like, I kind of see where I'm, sp- I think maybe this is where I'm supposed to be so like uh hopefully that's 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 that's
0: not too woo but that's like how. <laughs> no man it, i i this i think life is just like that whether the, yeah. through creation endeavors or just like i used to be you know, for seven years i was a bouncer and i was i partied for seven years and right. and i i got fired from a bar and like i got really depressed right and on top of like being unemployed and like having a hard time finding a job it was like all these people that i was around all the time and and i thought like were friends and it's like and you're out you're out of the bar and and no one you're no one anymore right like you're, you're only like a part of this family if you're like taking shots with them at work and and then like so I was like super bummed and I was angry and now like all this is happening and I have an office job and, and I look back now and I'm like, well, you know, a, I know who my real friends are now. And, yeah, and that's B right. like, I don't even know if I was still working there, man, I was being dumb. Like, I don't know if I would be here right that's now. Right. Like, Absolutely. So. Right.
1: Absolutely. Right. Like, and it's like, you know, you, and it's like, yeah, you kind of like, it's weird that way. Right. You look back and you're like, you know, yeah. Okay. Could I have done something different? Maybe. But then also would I be where I am now Yeah, things? No. So it's like, where do you, where do you, uh, what do you take what do you take and what do you leave right
0: exactly yeah <laughs> and like and I, I i never thought i would be able to dude. even in, in grad school i paid i paid all this money for grant well i'm paying yeah. for it i took loans out and i didn't pay for it yet
1: me, <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah
0: but i i they i got to meet you know every like two two times a year they would bring like outside you know writers and creators Uh in to like do guest Uh lectures and stuff and like i thought it was the coolest thing and and so like i was like dealing with you know writers and then the workshops and stuff but i never i do this podcast now and all i do is talk to writers and artists and i get to you know like you know sometimes you know we just have fun but i also i also learn about storytelling i learn i learn about how to get work out there you know and absolutely I've learned so much about like crowdfunding that more than I ever thought I would ever need to know. And so it's just, you know, I I never thought I I would be in this position and and I love it and I'm having fun and I get to have cool chats like this all the time. And and you uh, write as
1: well, right? You're writing your own stuff too.
0: Trying. Yeah. I, I quit writing for a while. And then I started writing comic reviews and now I'm kind of getting the itch to like, right right and so yeah. yeah so i'm but again like it's just it's the it's the fucking day job man it's just like the day it. job makes everything harder and um but yeah like i'm i'm start i'm starting to write i'm sort of talking to a publisher about so because I, I submitted a thing to an anthology and and they were like uh they they were they were interested in it but not for the anthology they wanted to do something else with it and then the the writer that was like is it knows about all this because i know a little bit about a little bit but the artist that i was with like he knew a lot and like he was like helping me with stuff and then he he was like i can't do comics anymore i can't deal with this because he got he got burned out on a bad Kickstarter, and so i so i lost my artist and now i'm kind of talking to someone else but yeah so I'm I'm trying to. I mean, that's that's the goal, right? Is I'm just talking to you guys and stealing all your good ideas. Oh yeah, so. man, no, kid, that's,
1: that's, that's what you do. You you. That's exactly what to do. That's that's you're you're on the right path. That's exactly <laughs> what you doing. That's awesome. Hell yeah.
0: But uh, so I I we're I know I've kept you for a while I I um I, I want to ask you like a couple quick like yeah. just little shrug sure. off questions sure. uh, nothing not nothing about Unico I I feel i I feel confident that we have discussed enough to get people excited about it yeah, I hope I think, I think so uh, <laughs> no, I really but for 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 people like me and you have a lot of knowledge in both manga and anime and so like people that are getting back into it or someone who's interested and doesn't know where to start give me one manga and one anime that you think would like lure in an unsuspecting nerd and just like blow their mind that's a great question um for manga i would say depending on
1: what you like right depending on what kind of genres you like i would say one thing that's a really good one is death note the manga death note is a very very good uh suspenseful interesting uh manga that can just draw you in it's a great it's a great series and a great story um for people who want something a little bit more grandiose uh you could either say like akira is a, gr- a great great place to start or even uh the nausicaa books nausicaa the valley of the wind by hmm. Yao miyazaki he actually made a full so the, you know Mi- you know miyazaki who my neighbor Totoro guy right um he actually he actually created a I think it's an eight or nine volume series of manga that's really good based on, and he made a film based on those books called Nuska, the Valley of the Wind, but the books themselves are, are, in my opinion, just breathtaking, just incredible books. Nice. Um, for anime, that is interesting. That's a little bit of a trickier one. I would say <laughs> because you could start off in a lot of different places. Um, one place. because the thing is it depends on what you want to how far you want to go maybe something like jojo's bizarre adventure depending on how weird you want to go um if you don't want something too weird or too crazy cowboy bebop Okay, it's probably a good place to start for a lot of people because I think that it has a real interesting flow to it. It's not too inaccessible, and it is. Um, and each episode ha- has a continue it has a continuum to it, but it doesn't really uh, stand on its. It stands on its own as well. Another one is probably if you really want to get into like the thing that really hooked me as a kid. Was Evangelion.
0: Yeah. Oh yes! I love that yeah. shit, man, so yeah, much. That,
1: that drew me in as a kid. This is before all the movies came out. This is before mm-hmm. Evangelion. you You Evangelion just had the original series that was um that ran out of money at the end. So it got really fucked up. Uh but it's like it's like, you know, but that 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 one, if you really want to get into like, I think if you really want to feel like the the real the real flavor. Oh, of anime, um, I think that uh, Evangelion is probably one of the biggest phenomenons to ever hit that hit that hit the anime world. Um, I wouldn't say. I mean, it's definitely and it's definitely like it's got that high concept science fiction going for people who like that. It's got aspects of horror. It's really psychologically complex um it's kind of like you know adolescent and it's got a lot of fan service and it's like you know so it's kind of got all the different quadrants of anime all the different boxes that you can check off mm-hmm. for good and for bad and um <laughs> and i'd say that's a really a really good one um but yeah so that's for the, those the, those are my those are my recs
0: very cool yeah i i do i love the original Evangelic the evangelion series like I, I that was my i watched that first right because that was like you know that was around but when amazon prime just put out the fourth movie yeah. the rebuild so in in one weekend i did like saturday night watch two sunday watch two and like uh-huh. It it blew my mind. Like it's, the updated the updated watched, animation was pretty cool. Evangelion, you watched
1: the end of Evangelion too? Yeah. Yeah, that just forget about it, right? It's just like it just like I I don't even know how some people I I so that's what I wonder. I'm like when people see that, just it will blow your mind, right? It's just that <laughs> kind of thing. But then you after you watch that, you're like, okay, I can watch any kind of anime. Right? <laughs> it's like you know that kind of like that'll do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and there, there's a new there's a really beautiful uh bl- new blu-ray set out right now too that's not it's like 200 bucks but i, I kind of want it like it's really cool <laughs>
1: Me too. i would like to own that for sure um and also i mean like another one too that i really enjoyed just when i growing up was Ranma. i really got into Ranma growing up um, hmm. it's a big part of uh, anime and manga for me that uh it's really it's a little old it's a little older it's a little less it doesn't age as maybe it doesn't age as well in certain ways but it's <laughs> like it's uh it's one of those things that i think that um you know, Rumiko Takahashi, the creator of Ranma, is, is really worth watching. Very different from Evangelion, different kind of thing. It's more of like a romance, romantic like harem comedy, but uh, mm. it's very good.
0: That's what I I kind of am wanting to try some of that, like the slice of life romance stuff like yeah. that, that that's usually been off my radar. So like right now, what I'm really into is Jujutsu Kaisen. Like I've been oh, buying yeah, that. Good. Yeah, I, I have I have all the manga like up to volume 15 now or something because yeah. like I bought everything and I just read up to volume eight because I read that that's what the first season was. So I read one through one through eight and and now I've I've almost finished the 25 episodes and it's so cool to like know what happens, but like watch these stories like play out in a totally different visual manner. Like it's it's a wild experience that that I've never had before because I've watched anime before but never like had the manga to compare it to so closely.
1: Now you, see the, now you can see what it's like, symbol casting is like, and like how that works out. It's really interesting,
0: right? Yeah, it's cool, yeah. man. It's and and I really. I, I keep telling people this and I think I just need to get over my own bullshit. But I, you know, like, cause I have like a Substack blog for comic reviews and yeah. I really want to try writing about manga. And for some reason it intimidates me. Cause I feel like I'm so I'm like new to it. And like, I don't, have the agency to talk about it. I just, but it's weird. Like, I just I gotta get over that, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, thing is, just think of it, it's just comics, you know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, you know, and the more you get into it, the more you start to learn. I mean, the thing is, I will also say that manga, and anime, the fan ecosystems can be a little rough. Mm-hmm. So I don't, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't really, I think about too much. Like, I just, I was around before those systems kind of sprouted up and I just don't care about them very much. If you don't care about them it's great if you pay <laughs> too much attention to them they can drive you out of your mind so
0: uh, well i mean that's that's anywhere it seems right. and yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: but i think it's just because it's just like but yeah if you want to write about it, just kaisen you know write about it like you know i mean that's my opinion i think it's like that's <laughs> that's cool i mean uh you know they're they're i think that one of the things that's cool about the actual people who create these things too like the these manga they just want to they just like making them and they're happy that they're being read yeah so like you know it's not it's not about trying to, I mean, just, you know, the, for me, I'm just like, if you like them, read them. And then, you know, if you want to write about them, write about them. That's, that's my opinion.
0: Nice. But, um, well, yeah. you seem to know what you're doing, so I'll try and take your advice. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, I just—I think it's just like I just—I think that you know, there's a lot of—I
1: um, think that I can understand because there's a whole entire pantheon of stuff. But you know, it's also in our culture now. You have mangas everywhere in the United States. Like you mm-hmm. go to you go to Barnes and Noble now, and it, like that's the busiest part of Barnes and Noble is the manga section. Yeah, right? and it's like you know, especially pre-COVID, you go there and just like people are just lined up in the aisles like reading manga, and that's just a part of our culture so it's like it's here it's comics so we should be able to everybody should be able to enjoy them because that's what we that's what they're here for
0: that's true that and is yeah. very true I, it's, it's just my opinion, <laughs> no it's a good it's a good opinion sir uh so so samuel i i asked you like a really intense question that went on yeah. for a while But does this is good content we're here for good content yes right? yes um all right so this is the polite podcast host that i am this is the part where i ask you like where's a good place to find you online and follow you and keep track oh, of all your all yeah. your awesome projects. Uh, you know, like where, where where are you most active at? Um
1: right now because of most most mostly because of the Kickstarter, I'm most active on uh Twitter. Uh so my you can find me at Samuel Satin uh that's my handle. So S A M U E L S A T T I N. I also have a website which is www.samuelsatin.com. Uh and that's pretty much where you can find me. I have an Instagram too, same thing, Samuel Satin. Um, but yeah, just just yell at me. I have no problem <laughs> you talk to, send me messages, you know. Uh um, yeah, just just reach out. I'm happy to
0: talk. Awesome, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. Uh, find Samuel, look him up. Definitely head to Kickstarter. Look up Unico. If you've got a Crunchyroll subscription and you haven't watched Unico yet, just do that instantaneously. It, you will not, you will not be sad about it. It is a wonderful hour and forty-five hour and forty minutes that, like you won't want back. That'll, that'll be like in your heart forever. I'm so excited for this Kickstarter. You got a backer out of me, man. I, I so hope that my listeners and my audience will check it out. Cause I have, I've got faith in it. I'm excited about it. And, even if you can't talk about it, like I want, I hope those numbers rise, man. And, and I, I hope, I hope we get some more volumes. Uh, like I said, the, the little dude deserves a good ending. And I got, I got faith in you, man. I, I think you guys can pull it off. Like uh, no doubts for me.
1: Thanks a lot. Like I really, it's been great being on and I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man, it was a, it was a good chat. Uh, I was, uh, I was a little bit worried. Uh, Cause like I said, I, I was ex- both excited to like talk manga and anime. And then I was like, man, what if this dude's like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, if you talk to people like that, they aren't talking to. In my opinion, that is true. If you like it, you like it, and that's what's (laughs) most important.
0: All right, I will. I I think we're gonna drop this on Sunday, um, and then I will. I'll I'll tag in it and and let you know it's out. And then, uh, if you want to tell your people about it, I I, think you can find me anywhere. Like I, I I was. Blake's buzz is very googleable and <laughs> no one else has <laughs> that nice name time. and so like yeah so I'm I'm on like you your your friends family they'll be able to download the podcast anywhere if they want to listen to us nerd out and awesome. yeah man this this was so cool and and I'm I am so happy for you that like this this kickstarter campaign is is exploding it's explosive it's it's got that unicorn magic baby it's happening hey,
1: thanks thanks man I, that, I I appreciate that and I'm gonna we'll we'll, we'll keep it going going we'll keep on we'll keep, that, <laughs> keep on fanning those magical flames and
0: <laughs> as
1: far as it can possibly go
0: very cool all right well I, i'll let you go I'll, I'll let you get back to you know being an awesome writer and and doing all those awesome writer things uh and, and yeah man it, this was a pleasure and anything yeah. blake's buzz can ever do for you in the future uh press release or like you ever have another project man hit me up you're you're a good chat i'd love to have you back on sometime
1: love it and yeah feelings mutual it was fantastic talking to you like i really appreciate it
0: i'm gonna print that out and hang it on the refrigerator anyway, do it yeah I'll, I'll,
1: I'll, yeah I'll, I'll put i'll put a big blake's buzz uh, logo, uh somewhere in this messy room that i live in uh, no but thanks a lot i really do appreciate it